Welcome to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Jessica McWilliams, and I am so happy you're here. Today, I have an awesome announcement and a celebration. Planner Lifestyle Podcast has reached over 5,000 downloads. So I reached out to the people at Zebra Pen USA, and they agreed to help me do a giveaway. I am giving away to one lucky listener 15 Mild Liner Creative Markers. They are the mild ink highlighters that have taken the planner community by storm. The giveaway will be hosted on my Instagram account, which is Planner Lifestyle Podcast. So check out my feed for details. If you would like to see a more visual experience to deal with the mild liners, I actually made a short YouTube video demonstrating three or four ways to use a mild liner in your planner. You'll find me at youtube.com forward slash J-E-S-S-M-C-W and the number one. That's youtube.com forward slash Jess McW one. Thank you so much, each and every one of you. Every download matters. Thank you for joining this community. You are welcome here. And thank you to Zebra Pen USA. Shay Budgets is on the show today. Shay is a YouTuber and Instagrammer, Etsy shop owner, and a friend to the planner community. Her expertise in budgeting has allowed her and her husband, Mr. Budgets, to pay off $33,000 of debt. It's only been a little over a year. That is amazing. I wanted to hear her story. How has wealth building and debt payoff changed her and what motivates her to do it in the first place? Stay tuned to find out. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I know that you are a an avid content creator, so I really appreciate you finding the time so we could collaborate. This is awesome. Will you tell us what's going on? What's happening recently? Today's been eventful in and of itself. So today I got up and I decided to do some hourly planning where I mapped out my day because I wanted to make sure that I was doing all of the things on my to-do list. So I got up at like eight o'clock out of bed, which is rare that I get up out of bed, especially when my husband's home to do like an hourly planning agenda itinerary type of thing. And so um, that included a whole bunch of things like releasing a new kit for my Etsy shop and filming a couple of videos, editing videos, uploading videos, this, which is what we're doing currently. (laughs) And also I have a bunch of things that I still need to do after this. And I'm always rushing to try to complete things before my husband gets home only because I really like hanging out with him. He's like one of my favorite people. (laughs) And so I just try to like, structure my work day, which is at home to line up with his work days, which, you know, he has, I mean, I have a full-time job. He has a full-time job as well, but I always just try to structure my days to like attempt to be finished by somewhere around the time that he gets home, if not soon after. So we can like hang out and watch movies. And I don't know, I just don't really like working when he's home. I mean, I will sometimes, sometimes he'll join and help, but I really just try to rush and get it all done today. I won't be getting it all done, but I am attempting to. So anyway, that's pretty much what's been going on. A lot of Etsy type of stuff. Um, YouTube stuff. I mean, same old, same old. Right. And so my listeners can find you on Shea Budgets on YouTube, as well as SheaBudgets.com. 
And your best friend that you were just mentioning is Mr. Budgets. And we have come to think of him as a favorite person also. <laughs> He's kind of like your little mascot to me. Like the Queen P has a little dog named Weeda, Georgia Weeda. I feel like that's her. I mean, I, oh, and I'm not comparing your husband to a pet. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. But have you found that as you follow people like E. Michelle and her nails, that's the thing, mm-hmm. and her hair, content creators, whether intentional or not, because we're all individual people. We have our own stories. We have our own hobbies. We have our own sidekicks, whatever. It kind of weaves itself in there a little bit. And it's sort of like, I mean, you stand alone, obviously, as Shea Budgets. But then when Mr. Budgets comes in or throws his hand in the shot or, <laughs> you know, you know, on the Instagram stories, you'll often comment about things going on in your relationship. So, it's fun to kind of come to know him as well inadvertently. Yeah, he lives vicariously through me without a doubt. <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt, he lives vicariously through me or Tim's too anyway. And I'm like, get your own life and your own friends and your own planner friends. And let get me your own planner friends. <laughs> because they're mainly planner people who follow me. So anyway. What led up to your life of planners and YouTube and budgeting? What what was going on in your life before you hit these planner streets, as they say, or, <laughs> you know, you made a presence on, on YouTube? Will you kind of give us a background? Sure. So it all happened way too fast. It came at me very quickly. So I'll just take you back. Mm, Maybe like, actually, I'll take you back two years ago. That would be the perfect time to take one back. So um, November 3rd, 2016, my husband and I got married. And it wasn't soon after that, that we kind of decided that we wanted to hit some real financial goals and to complete some real financial goals and to really get into the whole financial aspect of it. Because we've always been of the mindset that while money does not drive us to achieve or accomplish some of the things that we want to achieve and accomplish, we would need some money to do so. For example, I long for my dream vacation, which is to Bora Bora. And after further research or research for the first time, I now know that I need maybe like ten, twenty thousand dollars in order for that oh. to um, come yeah. to fruition. So again, those kinds of things, you know, we kind of had those kinds of things in our minds as we got married and all of that. So um, my husband has always been a saver, not too much of a spender. Actually, in comparison to me, he does not appear to be a spender whatsoever. I look really bad in comparison to him. But I knew that I would need to essentially like join forces with his non-spending in order for us to actually achieve goals. So it was around May of the following year. So um, that was May 2017, May of last year, whenever I decided that I wanted to start, you know, like a budget plan of some sort. I wanted to research something that I could potentially follow and that we could do. Because again, my husband never budgeted. He just did not spend money. And so I knew that I wanted like a real budget, like with goals and deadlines and that kind of thing, not just to go through life without spending money, because that was never going to happen. I knew that that would not be like a real goal or really anything that would really ever take place. So I took to YouTube. And so I started looking for 
different people, like not different people. I just started to find different plans, different budget plans. I started to research rather different budget plans and people who were financial experts, if you will, or just, you know, finance people, just, you know, not experts, but just really anybody who was managing their money. And so I came across a lot of different, well, not a lot of different plans, but a couple of different plans, but more importantly than the plan, because I mean, essentially, no matter how you slice it, I would have to create my own plan or we would have to create a plan that worked for us. So it wasn't really the plans that I came across that drew me in, but rather the materials that people were using. And so I noticed that a lot of people were using different apps, but also alongside apps or even, you know, separate from apps, people were using planners to budget. And I was a little mind blown. Now I'd always use a planner in some shape, form or fashion because I had to use like agendas in, I think they started giving us agendas in middle school. Then we got one in high school. Then I had some form of planner in college. And I definitely had one um, once I graduated grad school and started my big girl jobs. I definitely <laughs> used planner. So I was already using one last year, but I was more so using it for work and just work stuff and not really to plan anything else. I mean, the original intent of a planner was to really budget time. Not necessarily money, mm-hmm. you know, unless you were a financial al- analyst and your in your planner was a spreadsheet or mm-hmm. something like an mm-hmm. accounting table, like a register. So I can understand why you're looking at a planner and being like, "But you do your budget inside of there? Like, how does that all come together?" So what did you try at first? You saw it and then you fell in love, or were you like questioning it? What happened? Well, I was just um, intrigued by the fact that people were using planners for things outside of like doctor's appointment, like marking doctor's appointments and appointments of other, you know, kinds and stuff like that. So I pretty much just, um, I, I, I noticed a lot of different planners that people were using. And so I did some further research to find one that worked for me. So my first planner was, or my first budget planner, I guess, was the Happy Planner Budget Extension Pack that I got from Michaels. And I kind of just created my own little budget planner. And when I first started, I was doing other types of planning within the budget planner, but it really wasn't created for anything outside of budgeting. So I think after that first month, which was June 2017, um, I did go ahead and purchase another planner separate from the budget planner. So again, within about two months, I went from like one work planner to a personal planner, a budget planner, and then of course my work planner. So I went from like one to three within like 60 days. So how did you transition from a purchased type of planner to your own system? And what is that system? What do you do? So, um, well, I switched from the Happy Planner Budget Extension Pack to a mini Happy Planner, which was not designed for budgeting. It was just, you know, just a regular planner. But I had someone on Etsy to make me like a custom kits, a custom custom budget inserts. And so I tried that. And then I switched to an Inkwell Press, which of course they don't have a budget planner. I was just using a regular planner. And then next up, I think I switched back to the Happy Planner Extension Pack. Then I switched to the Happy Planner Budget Planner, which brings me to today. I now use an Erin Condren Deluxe Monthly Planner. I now make my own budget kits and my budget 
own budget stickers. And so that is a way that that is how I have, um, that's, that's the, I guess the growth of my budget planning journey. And that's the system that I'm using currently. So I use just a regular deluxe monthly planner, which consists of monthly spreads and line pages. And then I add my own touch with my own stickers that I make and my other little personalizations. So you mentioned it going kind of fast. What feels fast to you from when you started till now to see the growth that you have had? Did you think that, you know, in June 2017, when you got had your first budget spread, that you would be making your own Absolutely in a year and a half? Not. You know what I mean? So, I didn't even know that a month or two later, I would create a YouTube channel. Absolutely not. I remember just like it was yesterday, I actually bought one little Happy Planner um, product for my budget planner from Facebook Marketplace. So there was this girl selling something on there, or this lady selling, I think the, the it was like a... I guess they call it like a cover and she was selling it for like half the price. And so, because I always take the Facebook marketplace or Craigslist or some other place like that, before I go and make a purchase at a store, I decided that I was going to purchase from her. And I remember meeting her in the Michaels parking lot right before I went in to buy the other materials that I needed for my budget planner. And she was so like intrigued with her planner and she was like just a happy planner through and through. And so she actually added me to a group on Facebook for happy planners. And so I was like, okay, sure. Like I'll, you know, eventually I'll learn some stuff from there. I'm not really like huge into Facebook, but maybe the group will give me some ideas or something like that. So I Mm -hmm. did stick it out with that group. I eventually added myself or tried to join some other groups. And so as I kind of learned the group and the different groups rather, and I saw that other people were posting their spreads and how they were planning and using different happy planner products and all of that, I decided to go ahead and post a picture of my own spread. I always say I posted the picture, I shared the success, you know, that corresponded with the picture. And I feel like the crowd just went wild and they were basically not going to let me get around not making a YouTube channel. So they were like, can you make a YouTube channel or not YouTube channel? They say, can you make a video and share with us how you use your budget planner and how you've been able to find some success with it. And so I was like, okay, I'll just make a YouTube channel or just post on my YouTube channel. Cause I think I maybe already had it, um, you know, had created like a YouTube account. So I don't know if I had a channel. I don't even remember how it works, but I just went ahead and uploaded my first video. That was July 31st, 2017. And since then the channel has just been growing. The community has just been growing and it's just happened really fast to me. Like for me, it seems really fast because it was literally just yesterday when I was, I didn't even know what a happy planner was or an Aaron Condren or any of that. It just all seems yesterday-ish to me. And I think the reason behind that is because I don't get to like reach out and touch a lot of these people or I don't spend a lot of time on YouTube despite the fact that I do upload videos regularly and consistently. I'm not on there a whole lot communicating with people. Like I just created my Instagram, I guess because I'm always 
doing something new. It just all still feels really new, but it it just it definitely feels like yesterday. Do you feel new? Yes. I, and I How are people asking me for the expert advice? I'm new. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel new and I feel that I have I don't fully embrace the whole Shea Budgets thing because I, I just haven't. So I still, it just still feels really brand new to me. What would it feel like to you to fully embrace Shea Budgets? What would that look like? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm not sure what that would look like. I don't know that I want to know what that looks like. So I guess that's why I'm not sure that mm. I want to like go there. Um, I don't even... I don't even think about what that would look like. So I guess, I mean, I feel like the the real issue might be that I I don't even want to embrace it too. I re- actually, I probably don't ever care to embrace it. So I think that's probably the real, the real thing behind it is that I don't even want to embrace it. I don't know what it would look like. I will interject with an outsider's perspective. It looks like you have. And, you know, obviously there's the inner working of your mind and your heart and what you spend your time thinking about. But because you are so consistent, because you go on lives quite a bit, because you are innovative and you are warm and genuine and inviting and encouraging and want to see others succeed and share your successes. First of all, thank you for that. I did that prior to, you know, nothing about yeah. my being on YouTube or my doing any of this stuff screams like different or Shea budget ish, like Shea, you know, it doesn't scream any of that. It just, it just seems normal. Like I feel like all the things that I do now mm-hmm. in, in a different way, I've done those before I became Shea budgets. So that's why I don't feel like I'm embracing. I, I would do stories on Snapchat talking about basically the same thing that I, I talked about on my Shea budgets, Instagram story, or the ways in which I find to make money or that kind of thing. I don't find that to be really different than before, if that makes any sense. So probably that's why I have not fully embraced it, even though it may seem like I have. I can see that. Thank you for shedding some light on that. And as you were saying that, I was realizing, I think we've embraced you. Mm -hmm. I think it's the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I think I can see that for sure. But yeah, I don't think I've embraced it at all. I don't know that I will. And I don't know. Like I said, it just doesn't feel too different. Like I just still feel like I'm the same Shay. It's just like 2.0, I guess, because I am reaching a larger audience due to YouTube and stuff like that. Well, don't you, this gives you some insight perhaps on some of these, um, I guess, I I don't know how to, I'm not into labels, but like planner famous people or business tycoon icons in the planner community, they are also just themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and they just kept getting and working hard. I mean, but their success kept building. Mm -hmm. But I wonder sometimes do they feel the same? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people crave authenticity. You were saying without even realizing it is like, I just did what I did before, but now I do it over here. Shay Budgets seems like an entity versus just you, Shay. 
you know. Mm -hmm. But what I would encourage you to look at Shea Budgets not as a, a an isolated entity that you can't get your mind around or don't want to like become her, it, whatever, is more of just it's a marker for us to find you. You know what I mean? It's like there's so much noise, even in the online planner community. There's just I mean, it's great that we're producing content because we're passionate and we want to share and we like being creative and we want to help people and, and things like that. But without a name, I mean, you couldn't you have to have a name. You can't just be blank. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you'd be like, have you seen that blank person <laughs> on the Internet? She blank doesn't need to be your identity, but it could be your address. With all the digital clutter in our mind, if someone says Shea Budgets, I'm like, oh, I trust that name. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I've never met you. But you're building a rapport. You're letting people embrace you. You are spending the time putting that time in. You like you say on your your stories and stuff. I mean, you work and you work hard. You do have a full time job in a helping type of job. Any kind of helping type of job, which you've said, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need to cross the line, takes from you because you give. You know, and yes, you could probably get something back, especially like a paycheck, but like, you know, a rewarding experience in your job, right? Mm -hmm. But that depletion is real, but yet you come home and you get that hourly out and you're like, what's the next thing to do? And I'm going to make another video and I'm going to go on and start a a retreat and I'm going to, you know, reach out to other members in the planner community and see what's going on with them and and help them. So I see you. I see the energy that you're putting in. I see your heart out there. And like you're, you know, no one needs to put it all out there. But I think it's okay to be proud. Sometimes we kind of diminish some of those um, experiences like, well, I'm just, I'm just me. I don't know. This just seems like I enjoy doing this. And okay, I'm just me. But I don't know. I don't really have a point <laughs> other than I just want to lift you up. Keep going. I I can't imagine it being. I mean, we all have choices with how we spend our time. And you are putting in the time into this community. And I think people respect that. Mm-hmm. So thank you. I mean, bottom line. Thank you. That's cool. Thank you. I like it. Yeah. Um, speaking of all these things you spend time doing, so to paint the further picture, so then you started a YouTube, which grew out of a request to see your success mm-hmm. in your pl- budget planner. Will you share with my audience what your success has been over the last year? What amount of debt have you paid off in the last year? And why did you do that? From June 2017 up until right now, we've probably paid off about $31,000 of debt. And we did that. That is amazing. <laughs> it is, but it could have been a little better, but I'm, we don't beat ourselves up for it. But um, we started to do that because we want to be debt free. And that's pretty much the bottom line and by any means necessary. So even if it takes 10 years, we fully intend to wipe out the rest of our debt. Actually, we plan to wipe out my husband's student loans in 2019, which would technically, unless we find <laughs> a lot of money from someplace, would leave us with only my student loan debt, which we 
would be, you know, we're proud of the debt that we've paid off cars and cell phones and credit cards and all of that. But we definitely have no plans of stopping paying off debt or stopping reaching for that goal until we are 100 percent debt free. What keeps you driving towards that goal? Um, What, What makes you want to do that? It's easy for me. I know there are some people who may just have an epiphany because they're drowning in debt or, you know, drowning in debt. And they're just, you know, like, oh, I want to pay off debt. And it sounds good. And it, it and paying off debt is good. But I think the driving force for me, speaking for myself, is that um, just like I've shared multiple times, I grew up with nothing. And I fully intend to change that and to create a life for any future kids or, or just myself at the forefront um, that does not resemble the life that I had growing up, not just financially, but in other aspects as well. And so I think my longing for financial peace and the freedom from lacking or struggling keeps me motivated or I'm not, I don't think I know that to be 100% factual. So while some people kind of rush to pay off their debts and all of that, for me, it's more so about building wealth, if you will. And in Mm -hmm. doing so, you know, paying off debt is a little easier whenever you're making more money and you're, you know, learning more ways to make money and you are uh, like acquiring passive income sources, paying off debt and just meeting other financial goals is a little easier that way. It sounds like you have a pretty intense motivator, mm-hmm. right? To change. Oh, I mean, a family tree. Ch- yeah, I was going to say that, but I was like, I don't know if that's what you were thinking too. Mm-hmm. Like to change oh, yeah. your, my husband you know. and I say it all the time. It's a fa- for both of us. Um, his, his growing up, his, his upbringing looked different from mine in a, in a much better way. I, it, per my eyes anyway, um, but still they're not really to his standards either. My, upbring- you know, his upbringing wasn't, my upbringing isn't. So we talk about it all the time about changing our family tree and just by paying off, you know, a, a car or, you know, not having to, you know, have an installment plan for a cell phone or just the minor things is changing our family tree. So we're already doing it right now. Let's take a look at what's, well, let's take a listen, I guess. We can't see what's in your bag, but what's in your bag? Can you detail the contents of your handbag, backpack, or planner bag, or whatever you take with you as an everyday carry? Yes. So I have a white backpack. It's kind of like an off-white, maybe like a cream, actually. And it includes mainly planners. So I carry with me my EC planner folio. No, that's not what it's called. It's called an EC folio. It's kind of like a traveler's notebook style planner. So I keep that in my bag for note taking and stuff like that, pre-planning, that kind of thing. I also carry with me my main planner, which is my Erin Condren life planner. I carry with me my Um, like a pouch that I got from the Erin Condren website and it's a toiletries bag. I use it as a toiletries bag. I have with me business cards for my full-time job, my name tag. I have a little planner pouch. It's like a really little pouch with like pins inside of it. I normally have a snack like nuts. Um, Well, I have a snack right now um, and they're nuts. And 
Mainly it's just ball go down with planners. Sometimes I will throw in my MacBook Air, which fits in there perfectly, and my Magic Mouse. Of course, I have my work phone on me and then, or maybe in my pocket, and of course my regular phone. Sometimes I have a bottle of water more often than not, but pretty much planners take up much of the space and everything else is kind of... And you have a new headphones. phone. I do have headphones. Yeah. You have a new phone in there. So what kind of case did you end up getting for it? Anything? I have what they're calling an OtterBox, but it's really like a sad excuse for an OtterBox. But it's it has OtterBox prices, but it's a clear case that's kind of just like, like a silicone case sort of that you kind of just, you know pop on you know not like anything super fancy and like your typical otter box but that's the case that I chose and what did you do with your old phone this has nothing to do with your bag or the podcast I was just wondering do you turn it back in or do you pass <laughs> it down to Mr. Budgets because he gets all hand-me-downs okay see I'm the Mr. Budgets in this in my marriage <laughs> well thanks for letting us take a look inside your planner bag no problem love to hear more about your collaborations with people in the planner community okay so um i'm really huh, i don't want to come off it i'm really kind of picky about the people with whom i spend my time and i have no shame for it and the moral of that is that i have created relationships in the planner community that are really genuine and pure, not forced, not for anything other than, you know, just two people or three people or however many people, you know, just finding that they have similar lifestyles or just similarities in all of the collaborations or the friendships that I've created have been pretty genuine. I don't force anything and I just don't do that. And, you know, like I said, they've just all been pretty genuine. So when you know, my friend in Richmond, Chakisha from Her Lovely Plan, shares that, you know, she's never been to a planner meetup or that she keeps missing the planner meetups because she has to work due to her job or XYZ and that she would like to attend a planner meetup. And I say, if you if you want to throw one, if you want to host one, I'll come. That's pretty, you know, pure for me and authentic and it's just natural for for that kind of stuff to take place so that's kind of how that one came about pretty much the same for every single one of the collaborations outside of my speaking engagements um that are kind of just people wanting me to come speak the other collaborations or the other goings on are just pretty pure and raw and just natural and so that's kind of how the the impromptu meetup happened in Atlanta with some YouTube planner friends. And that's how the planner retreat came about. Just, just pure and just, you know, pretty natural. So it's not like I've had to, you know, reach out to people and ask them to collaborate with me or anything like that. It's just been really natural. And so anyway, that's pretty much how all of the collaborations came about. Yeah, so that is how kind of how you started your collaborations. 
can you get into some specifics? First of all, December 22nd, I will be in Richmond, Virginia at the holiday party hosted by Chakisha Sims of Her Lovely Plan and Ema Shell. Um, one of my good friends in the planner community will be in attendance too because we have begged for her to come. So we are going to head on up to Richmond, Virginia. I'm sure we will be the only two people coming from anywhere six plus hours away (laughs) and we're going to hang out there and we plan to have some kind of like little gathering of the evening, just like a casual dinner party or something for those who live really, you know, close in the area or for those who want to still hang out. So that is Saturday, December 22nd at 12 no, at 2 p.m., 2 to 5 p.m. And do people have to buy Next tickets up, or is it oh, just like a local meetup? Do they buy tickets? Oh, yeah. oh no, no, no. Tickets for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> tickets are on sale. They are going really quickly. I have been helping Chakisha to kind of oversee that, but I haven't really put in a lot of work at all. I've just been kind of been on the outside looking in, but tickets are going quickly. I do know that in the event that you would like to attend, email her lovely plan at gmail.com and request that an invoice be sent so that you can pay it and you can come hang out with us. And that is just for the event, the planner event, which is 2 to 5 p.m. There will be catering. We're getting shirts, all of that fun stuff. So E. Michelle and I will be there. Do you know uh, approximately how much people can be thinking will be spent? I think I know all of the all of these numbers is just a lot. So I think those tickets are like thirty five. I think they're thirty five dollars even and um, giveaway prizes and door prizes and all of that. And we're doing a secret Santa gift exchange. So I think the tickets are definitely reasonable and they are at thirty five dollars. When are budget misses going somewhere? Okay, Budget Misses are heading to Atlanta, Georgia. That is Saturday, January the 5th. And we are um, bringing along Tarshell B for those of you who are familiar with her. We are also begging at home with Kita to come take pictures, for which she has already shared that she would. She just better not forget. But that is Saturday, January the 5th. E. Michelle and I will be putting on our first budget workshop. So we're going to have two hours of budgeting and fun. We will have giveaways, door prizes. We are providing food. Those tickets are $45. And if you would like to get an invoice sent your way, email budgetmisses, M-I-S-S-E-S at gmail.com. And I think that's pretty much it for that event. Same thing, like in Richmond, we are planning to host some type of like dinner party, like a relaxed type of vibe for those who would like to attend just as a way to kind of just hang out. I mean, what's the point of going to all of these places and only, you know, showing up, I guess, for a couple of hours whenever we can, you know, drag the party out a little longer. So that's Saturday, January 5th in Atlanta, Georgia. The budget misses actually are making a minimum of six stops in 2018. So we're planning for, January, March, and then every other month, obviously, for the month for the year of 2019. And um, the second stop in March will be in Tennessee. But we don't have further details about that. We just know that we are going to hit Tennessee in March. And that's E. Michelle's home. Like, you'll be like, yes. Yes, E. Michelle's home, or not home state, but well, E. Michelle's state. Well, Georgia, we're hitting Georgia first, which is where I live, but it's also not my home state. But the states right, that we live in. So Georgia first. Then and then, 
you know, kind of see how it goes. And then Shea Budgets will be in New York at the New York Planner Addicts Masquerade, which is Saturday, January the 26th. Mr. Budgets is coming to New York with me, but he will not be hanging out with me throughout the time that I'm, you know, quote unquote working, but he will be in attendance. So, I mean, if you catch us on the street, then your eyes won't be deceiving. It will be me and Mr. Budgets, but I don't know that we'll have a lot of time to hang out. So I am hosting a budget workshop. That event, it's actually 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. So 10 hours long, I get like a good hour to share um, budget tips and techniques, techniques and such. And I'll also be doing a giveaway there as well, just like in every other city that I'm going to. Um, that is going to be alongside Mommy Lay, I think the owner of Paper House Productions, and some other people that I've forgotten. Um, but uh, oh, Amy Tangerine and some other folks. So we're all going to be there. Saturday, January 26th. Now those tickets are over a hundred dollars. They might be like 200. I honestly don't know, but if you would like to be in attendance, then search for NYPAC. No, New York, something New York planner addicts. I think it's NYPA addicts on Instagram, or of course, search for it on Facebook. Budget misses will be in some city every other month starting in January. But um, I think one of the more exciting places that I will be is in Destin, Florida, Thursday, September the 26th through the 29th. So E. Michelle and I are putting on a planner retreat. And like I have mentioned to everybody from the very jump, it was inspired by a lot of the YouTube planner gals wanting to all meet up and to meet for which um, I think it was like E. Michelle and I were like, all right, let's just do it. We'll head it. We'll host it. We'll plan it all out. And then people could just show up, you know, that kind of thing. And I think somewhere along the way, quickly, we realized that we wanted to actually open it to the general public. So it's really going to be more of a learning experience rather than adults (laughs) playing in stickers and planners for four days straight. Although I'm definitely here for planning and playing with stickers and all of that. That's just not going to be the type of event that we're putting on because we want to just be amongst, you know, all of the people and the speakers and learn from them, um, whether it has anything to do with us, you know, taking out a pen or taking out a sticker or getting a sticker or getting a pen or anything like that. So it's going to be more educational. So maybe more like, like I'm Um, as you're talking, thinking more like continuing education. What with your friends? Pretty much. It's pretty literally very much so. So we definitely don't want to replicate any type of planner event, which I've never been to any planner conference at this point. So I guess I can't replicate anything anyway, but we definitely don't want, that's not what we're going for because it originally came from all of us meeting up in October in Atlanta, just kind of randomly and just loving the atmosphere and wishing that we could have had all of our other friends with us. And so that's kind of where it came from. You, I thought was so funny when you guys were out there and then Lisa Mack cut her face out and put it. <laughs> cropped herself. Into the- exactly. That kind of thing. I'm like, please, that's so Lisa. 
<laughs> yeah, I will, I will not be left oh, out. Yes, that's what she said. Say. I will not be left out of this. <laughs> like, oh that's gosh, exactly what we mean by kind of getting us all together. And then, you know, having some of us to speak, of course, we'll, you know, plan it all out. So speakers, you know, will have their own, you know, seminar and stuff. It's not going to be us just randomly getting up and, you know, no rhyme or reason, just, you know, that kind of thing. We have all voted. Well, I actually voted for another city, but the majority of people have voted for Destin, Florida in September, for which we have decided on the 26th through the 29th. And tickets go on sale we, we don't know. We don't know. We have it. After we figure out who is going to speak exactly and get them to confirm, we will move forward with. Um, I suppose you need to know their free budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creating a budget and basing ticket sales and such off of that budget. And of course, sending out contracts and like all of that dirty work. We will move forward with that after we finalize the speakers. Are you. Besides working with Michelle, do you call her Michelle or E. Michelle when you're like speaking directly to her? I call her Michelle. You call Michelle. Okay. When you were talking to Michelle, um, and obviously you're working together, are you two reaching out to anyone else who have done a retreat before? Are you kind of trial by fire, kind of learning as you go, step by step? Are you following? Are you using another resource? No, we just consult with one another. I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy to plan the retreat or that we are, um, or I'm not saying that we're not equipped. Like, so for me, it's pretty much like no different than planning the couple's cruise that I planned last year or planning any of the other small, you know, surprise birthday parties and that kind of thing It's really no different in my mind. It's just, we'll be working with a larger budget, of course, which I mean, the budget can't certainly be, um, there's no way it will possibly be more than my yearly salary, which I budget. So I feel like it's going to be pretty easy peasy. Oh, yeah. I spoil some of those big, big events. I mean. Oh, yeah. I can imagine there, yeah. those are a lot and stressful and getting swag and all of that. That's not our focus. So it's really going to be finding a hotel, blocking off rooms, you know, confirming that the speakers are going to come figuring out what we are willing to compensate them and then going ahead and open up tickets according to that. So it's really like basically like our first workshop that we've planned for January, just like five times as big, which we did not find that to be really difficult. And it is more so because we, you know, a little bit more difficult in that we are going to have more speakers than just us, but we, we can't be in control of what the speakers are sharing, you know, that kind of thing. So we don't find it to be I, real difficult. You're going to have them submit an outline. This is my talk. I suppose it's per, like you were saying earlier, a lot of your collaborators collaborations are pretty natural. Like you've heard them speak before. We will tell them the theme for the day, the theme for their day, for, you know, the day that they're speaking. And we will share with them the topic for which the others have voted for them, you know, to speak on. And we will share with them kind of, you know, um, probably have to call all of them together or FaceTime them all together and kind of share with them what our hopes are. But for the most part, they're going to be speaking about the same things that they've been speaking about, you know, on their YouTube channels and that kind of thing. So that's why. Right, like Tarshell B will probably be in self-care and mental health. And yes, exactly. So on, yeah. That's exactly what we're going okay. to be doing. 
So it, just because it's a planner retreat, we're still not going to dictate what they say. I mean, when I met Tarshiel for the first time, of course, she didn't talk about all of the things that she talked about on her YouTube channel, but I didn't dictate what she said. So I'm not going to restrict her in her speaking or anything like that now. It's just we're just going to kind of let her know what her theme will be and what they have recommended. They as in um, the people who we are who are going to be attending outside of the speakers, um, what they have voted for her to speak on or, you know, that kind of thing. So we're not going to restrict her. Right. Well, yeah, you want to have a variety. So it's like if, if everybody talked about budgeting, I mean, essentially just becomes a budgeting conference, let alone like equipping for full tools. Like, okay, I need to Mm -hmm. know what do you edit in? How do you know how to keep your personal life private and not? And what do you do with trolls? Mm -hmm. more comprehensive mm-hmm. for content mm-hmm. creation um, in the planner community. And she can, we feel like, like Tarshell, for example, she'll be able to um, maybe put something together for like a large group of people that she can interact with. So maybe she might have a worksheet or that kind of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And again, it is going to be really retreat like in nature in that it's not going to be really conferency and, you know, getting up early and doing all of that. It's just going to be like a really chill time. We're going to have events together and parties and pool parties and like that kind of thing. That is really going to be retreat like in nature, but just an opportunity for us all to come together and meet, hang out. Mm-hmm. So it's literally going to be a retreat in nature. Well, I'll offer my services if I ever come up in conversation. I shouted, <laughs> I put in a, a direct message. I'm like, if you need a podcast panel, get MJ and Candace and whoever else to come. I don't know if you know those people. Um, no, <laughs> I don't know a lot of yeah. people, which is probably why I'm excited for yeah. this retreat because I, I don't know too yeah, many. MJ and Candace do the Planner Pocket podcast. So they're co-host and they've done one interview. They did um, Posh Plans interviewed about like PR girl type scenarios um otherwise they bring up different they're on christmas break right now and i think they might have six episodes or something um but yeah one owns an etsy shop for stickers and then they they talk about i think their very first one is how we slay our day and anything from morning routine to specifics on do you oh i think one of their most popular podcast episodes on the planner pocket uh, podcast was do we blast or nah because it was like do you what do you how do you handle um, an etsy shop or a product or you know anything like that publicly online and what are the steps to take that are there and they share their experiences doing that from being a consumer as well as on the other side of actually being a shop owner and what people expect mm-hmm. from you and that kind of thing too. So anyways, they um, are great. I would recommend you checking out um, them. I don't know where they're from though. But I actually know, um, well, I don't, I mean, no, no. know as in I'm familiar yeah. with Candy, but you called her Candace, but yeah. I know her, Candy plants. her Instagram yeah, name. Yeah, Candy Plants. Yes. I think that she yeah. is, yes. I I know Instagram names. Yes. I don't know people's real names. I just know Instagram names. Yeah. People don't know my real name probably because they just call me Shay Bud. Just literally, I just know Instagram names. Yes, right. I know. Sometimes I do introductions on Instagram. Mine is Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Like, well, who is that? Like, Jessica McWilliams. Who? Okay, 
you know. <laughs> um, YouTube name for MJ is MJ and Hope. Okay, YouTube. See, Instagram. Instagram or YouTube? Oh, I'm sorry. Instagram. Okay. She's like, she's known. She has these little hand-drawn characters that are like coconut heads <laughs> with straws coming out of the top of them. Have you seen them? Wait, I feel like I may have. She and they usually have a cute little bow. Um, Maybe. Her stuff's cute. Um, very unique. I forget. And the little, the little thing has a Coco. Coco is her name. So MJ and Hope look her up. And then Candy Plans. Um, okay. And I think the Planner Pocket Podcast, I think. I'm just looking it up right now. On my phone, Planner. You type in Planner into like the search bar and it's like... That is not helpful for <laughs> putting anything. I'm like, all my friends are planner friends. I mean, and on Instagram because it's my planner account. Okay, planner pocket. Yeah, planner pocket podcast has their own account too to follow. It's cute. It's like black and pink and gold stuff. So, anyways, uh, what was I saying about that? Oh. Yeah, talk to your people, because us planner uh, podcasters need to stick together. There's <laughs> <laughs> and so the last place that I'm scheduled to be as of right now in 2019 is in Portland, Oregon. So I will be at the Candy Workshop, which is hosted by the West Coast Planners. That is October 12th, 2019. I believe tickets have gone on sale, and I think there's something like $200. I'm honestly not that I'm not saying I don't pay attention to this stuff. It's just that it all becomes like a, a kind of blurry, you know? So, but I do know that the event is October 12th, 2019. And um, I don't think that, I don't know that the exact location has been announced yet. I mean, I'm active in the group and stuff, but I don't think the exact location has been announced. But yeah, that is the last place that I'm scheduled to be as of right now. And that is in Portland, Oregon. That's awesome. Are you doing a speaking engagement there? Or are you just attending? Yes. Or? yes. I am doing a budget workshop, much like the event in January at the New York Planner Addicts Masquerade. So I will be, like I said, doing a budget workshop and we have a little theme. It is so cute. It is budgets are meant to be with M-I-N-T tea like that kind of mint and it's like I said it's a candy shop theme so I think that's going to be so cute so I'm super excited for that event I have a few friends heading out that way and they're kind of like Jess come on (laughs) there are two other podcasters in this community heading out there and they're going to be doing a workshop or either a live recording while they're out there and that's the planner girl chatter and the uncurated life podcast with Cindy Gunterbaldo Mm-hmm. Why not? She'll be. Are you she on your list? I heard me. you like. Oh, we're trying to get a lettering person for. Well, I was going to say she'll be at the New York work um, event and she'll be at the October event. You know, so I've never met her, but I know she'll be. You know, with me in January and with me in October. But yeah, she was on the list. Well, people said they wanted to um, learn to letter, mm-hmm. which again, I don't know that they really knew the. Um, nature of the event, which I'm not opposed to lettering. I just that's more of a creative endeavor. There are only going to be select 
people, you know, we're only going to have probably six workshops. Um, so I'm just saying that there are only going to be a limited space. But I think E. Michelle, she's like over the speakers and all of that. I, I'm not doing any of that. And I think she reached out. So she may be waiting to hear back. But when they said that, I'm like, well, who better than Cindy to teach us about lettering? So yeah, she, yes, you might um, pass this to um, Michelle, if I don't remember to send her a DM. Um, she, well, and I don't know their arrangement or, or whatever. So I don't want to like, I'm obviously not her booking agent or whatever, whatever but just as an mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. In one of the Minnesota Planner Addict paid events, she piped in for, I think, a half hour maybe 45 minutes, uh, like a Facebook live for just us. Mm -hmm. It was just us. It was so, um, and then she had printables for us that the, the committee had printed out and then a certain type of marker that, you know, they have all purchased some for us, um, that we could follow along and we could ask questions back and forth. So that was really a neat way to kind of get that content without, you know, if you, like if anybody can't like fully, fully commit, I mean, I, you know, people are paying to go, so they probably primarily want to see people, right. Let alone, but mm-hmm. for whatever that's worth, you can, might be an option too for somebody. So and we were, and they didn't tell us either. That was a surprise. Like that wasn't on the agenda for it. So we're like, they're like, we have a um, special speaker after the break or whatever. So come back and get right mm-hmm. to your feet. And we're like, what? I wasn't sure because w- the admin for Minnesota Planner Addicts is Jody Bergerson. And I actually just did an interview with her, which came out uh, this past Friday on Planner Lifestyle Podcast. And she has a very tight connection with Kristen uh, Damien from Chrissy and Designs Stickers. They're like BFFs forever. So I was thinking like, oh my gosh, did she's like Kristen going to pop out of a box or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were just equally thrilled that Cindy was there. We're like, oh my gosh, she's talking just to us, you know, because it was probably, I don't know, 30, 40 people at the paid event. So I don't know. It felt special too, to have a surprise um, guest, if you will. So, mm-hmm. Now it's time to play List It. So it's a timed lightning round of list making. And I'm going to pull up my timer. 20 seconds on the clock. Your category is YouTube equipment. Go. Blue snowball microphone. Lapel mic or lapel microphone. A hard drive. SD card. DSLR. um, Point and shoot camera tripod monopod um yeah, i kind of think oh that's my seconds it. yeah i've filled up okay. perfectly yep <laughs> and for those of you who are like what language are you speaking i'm sure you have a youtube video about it don't you or will you soon all your youtube what it takes to run your youtube right yeah, Emily, you have to like fish for it, but I have videos showing like my office space and my filming setup. So that's pretty much where you would get that information from. Otherwise, I don't know that I've ever sat down and showed all of the equipment because I just keep getting more and more and more. So mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of keep up. I just got a few new things recently, actually. Well, I know you recently had a YouTube video sharing kind of your Etsy process. So it might be kind of fun to see a Shea Budget's filming process. 
Mm-hmm. But do you have an Amazon affiliate store? I do. Yeah. So, and then do you have all those, the things you use for your YouTube in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can see it there too. So make sure to click that. And then how can we get to your Amazon affiliate store if we wanted to buy through your link? Is Would it be on <laughs> shaybudgets.com or just, do you just go to Amazon and type it? will be, or I think the easiest way, I believe, is like amazon.com backslash shop backslash shaybudgets. Otherwise, I do have it on Instagram, in my link tree, on shaybudgets.com, in my YouTube description, in my YouTube about section. So that's where you can find links to everything to include my Amazon storefront. Nice. And that is so you can buy something from that she has suggested. No price hike, but she gets a kickback um, because she's essentially guiding you to that purchase. So Mm -hmm. it's a neat way to support your content creators out there with their passive income. Mm-hmm. What has been your most popular video? How we paid off $6,000 of credit card debt in two months. So it's at like 150,000 views wow. as of the last time that I checked. How much search engine optimization do you do with metadata or keywords or linking in some way? Do you do? You do? Zero. Zero. Zero? None. You just create, post, create, post kind of thing? Yes. Is that intentional? Well, I don't feel like doing anything beyond. (laughs) I don't feel like it. By the time I finish editing a video and uploading it, which is a hassle and annoying, Mm -hmm. I can't be bothered with doing anything beyond. So I just upload it. I make sure that the thumbnail is an accurate depiction and I make sure that the, the title is an accurate depiction and that's I just let it go from there do you make your own thumbnails or do you just kind of grab a screenshot from your recording session sometimes I do that but I've gravitated toward I've been trying to be less lazy so I've been gravitating beyond that so now I've been like having my husband to take a photo of me or um trying to like be intentional about the picture because then I can, if I'm intentional, then I can edit it in one of my editing apps and it can look halfway decent, uh, you know, outside of just grabbing the screenshot, uh, you know, a screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, if you would just do a hands only video, do you do a thumbnail that has your face in it? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, you could, um, you do your makeup beautifully, by the way. You're very talented at that. Um, I was, but it's not necessarily an everyday occurrence, right? I mean, if I was to yeah, once a month at be best. an accurate follower, I wonder if on those days you could just like change a bunch of different shirts. <laughs> you could, and it's like different sometimes I think, and different like <gasps> I get what you're saying. Or like hmm. sometimes. When I do put on makeup, I do sometimes will like I'll go ahead and try to film like two, three or if I have like videos lined up, which I always do like in my mind, I'll go ahead and just film them just because I look, you know, like somewhat better than usual. So but I never think about doing a bunch of (laughs) thumbnails, but, you know, I guess because I don't do a lot of face to face videos for which um, I don't really need those thumbnails, I guess. But I have I am committed to in the future. In 2019, doing at least two to three face-to-face videos. So that's pretty big. For the whole do, year? 
No, each like, month. For 2019, I'm going to do three face-to-face videos. I was like, wow, Shane, reach for the stars. <laughs> <laughs> each month, which is huge, because at this rate, I do like one every two months. So two or three a month. Uh-huh. What do you think is, is it just the, the, the styling that holds you back from a face to face? What, what, why do you prefer, you know, break that apart for me? What held me back prior to about two weeks ago is not having a second tripod. So it probably, no one, if you don't do planner, like top down hands in the camera type of videos, then you probably can't relate or you don't know the struggle, but trying to take down a tripod from the the space and the way in which I have it rigged up. Yeah, so to it's do horizontal overhead space. shot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I have two tripods, so we're good to go. Easy, easy peasy. I've been vlogging all week. I have done two or three face-to-face videos in the last couple of days since, or you know, to be posted over the next couple of weeks or whatever. Um, since I've had the second tripod, it's so easy. I just click, take it from the top-down view, click, put it on the face-to-face view. I have no excuse now. But my tripods are expensive, so that's why I had one for a very long time. I finally decided I would go ahead and get another one. So I have no excuse now, absolutely none. I think a lot of people might be wondering specifically how to record from overhead because that's it seems... In the past, way back, it would just be for advertising photographers who would do product shots. You know what I mean? But now there's Mm -hmm. bakers and crafters and slime people. Everybody wants to show what they're doing with their hands, even just like cutting into weird stuff. The internet is a weird place, people. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) okay, we're watching somebody pop bubble wrap. All right, that's a thing. Good for you. Way to way to make your passive income. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some people would say that about us, right? Like they flip paper around and just mm-hmm. stickers. Like, okay. Will you mention the brand or whatever of that horizontal tripod bar that you use? What is that, or what's it called, or whatever? It is a Zomi. Z o m e i. Something. It's in my Amazon shop. You can find it in all of my. Um, if you go to my YouTube channel, you go to my playlist for which after like a year and a half, I, well, about a year, I finally sat down to create playlists and categorize them. You will find a filming setup playlist slash it's like a filming setup slash office tour slash craft area um, playlist in in pretty much all of the videos since I got the tripod um, earlier this year, you will see, you know, the specific type of tripod, but it's Zomi brand. And if you go on Amazon, you should be able to just look it up. But I don't know the model number because I've never seen one. I don't think I've ever paid attention to that, but it is in my Amazon storefront. Yep. We can take a look and if people are curious, you can check it out there. And you would recommend, I mean, if it's in your store, I'm sure you'd recommend it. So yeah, I actually don't use things I don't recommend. So I think it's funny (laughs) when people are like, somebody just asked me today, do you like your snowball? You know, the, what I use for voiceovers and stuff. I'm like, yeah, if I don't like it, I'm trust me when I say I'm sending the thing back to wherever it came from and I'm getting my money back. So I actually only have things that I recommend, but yes, I love it. Love, love it. It is expensive, the tripod, but it's well worth it than trying to rig up stuff. You know, if you have the funds for it, let's play top three. Top three okay. is a time 
I'm going to pull three categories and you give me your top three of each category. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, your first category is keto meals or desserts. So my favorite keto meal to date or low carb meal to date is the Tex-Mex soup. And we also enjoy the chicken bacon ranch casserole. And then I absolutely love lemon cheesecake mousse. Is that the one? Does it have? Wait, that doesn't make sense. There's one that has like chocolate chips on the top of it. That's the lemon cheesecake mousse. It does? What? Does its chocolate go well with the lemon? Yes. Well, for me, I like that crunch anyway. But yeah, it tastes really good. Like, it, yeah, it's definitely yeah, it looks amazing. Cool. And your next category is places you'd love to travel. Bora Bora, Dubai, and Paris are my favorite or my dream destinations. Your last category is your top three budgeting tips. So my top one is to create a monthly budget every single month, no matter if you think that expenses are going to be recurring or if you think you kind of got it all figured out to do one every single month, taking into consideration all of the months happening. My second tip is to track every single expense, even if you think you got it all figured out and you are in control of your spending top pick or my, you know, one of my top suggestions is to track expenses every single month. My third one is to check in with the month, the check in with the budget rather. If not twice a month, then once a month. Those are my top three. Great. Mark, wow. So yeah. this is kind of coming upon a busy season for you. Do you ever see yourself transitioning into Shea budgets or YouTubing or whatever full-time? Absolutely not. <laughs> Although I wouldn't be opposed. The only way I would consider it probably is if I things are so overwhelming that I'm left to choose between working my full-time job or doing the other stuff that I'm doing. As of right now, I'm managing them pretty well. In fact, I would just outsource and hire in help before I would just throw in the towel. But that would be the only time that I would um, entertain that. Or of course, if I were with child, I would definitely consider just doing online work and staying home with my child, you know, up and for however many years. So I would consider that, but I don't see that either of those things taking place or happening within the next couple of years. But yeah, I'm not like highly opposed. I just don't really see it happening anytime in the near future. When I interviewed Cindy from the Queen P, she mm-hmm. has a full time and then her shop and she's like on bad days at at her office, like at her She's like, oh, why am I here? I have the queen pee. And then when she goes home and her printer's <laughs> being a jerk, she's like, oh, why do I do this? I have a full-time job. <laughs> so it's like whichever one she's mad That's at. so <gasps> funny. That is so funny. I think it's funny to me because, well, first of all, I'm well aware of the fact that I basically earn, like, I, like I almost earn more from all of my different, you know, businesses online than I do at my full-time job but my full-time job is pretty chill so like I've been working there for like three years and I I find it to be like very easy 
So if it were like annoying, I would probably be trying to get the heck out of Dodge, but because it's just smooth sailing and I'm really not too like, you know, I'm not really too bothered by things. Like I don't get really stressed out too much or whatever. Mm -hmm. I guess that's why I feel that way. But yeah, that's, that's funny. All right, Shay, you have an Etsy shop that has been open for what, less than a month? right? No, about a month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell us about your shop. Where can we find you? What do you sell? That kind of thing. So I am on Etsy. I have chosen to start out on Etsy. I don't know how long I'll be there, but I'm on Etsy currently at Shay's Budget Shop. So anytime you are searching for someone or a shop on Etsy, you need to forego spaces because they actually don't allow us to create um, shops and use spaces. So I just learned that because I would be searching for shops and it wouldn't come up because I was using spaces. So I'm Shay's budget shop on Etsy. If you want to search, you know, like directly from Etsy, I am selling budget stickers currently. I probably always will. So long as the shop is open, I don't really know how long the shop will be open, certainly for 2019, all of 2019, but I am selling budget kits and I just released a mini kit today and the, the like classic kit, I guess, fits the Erin Condren Deluxe Monthly in the smaller size and the classic happy planner and then the life planner, you know, those types of planners, the planner needs to be like seven by nine. If you would like for the classic kit to fit. Also, I released a mini kit that fits many happy planners and probably the mini recollections. I just didn't double check like in store or buy a recollections planner to test out, but the dimensions per the dimensions from the website, they, the sticker kit and the sticker should fit within that planner perfectly just as well. Um, my budget kits are, they range in prices. So the mini kits are $7 because they're one page. They are printed on premium mat and they're pretty good quality for my first ever stickers. So um, that's $7 even. Shipping is $3.50 for all US-based buyers. Um, I have, a, like I said, that classic kit. I have a mini kit, mini classic kit. It's two pages and it is 14. And then I have a three page kit. So like a classic full kit and it is $20. Again, shipping is $350 across the board. I have mini bill due stickers, mini payday stickers. And then I have like regular or classic, if you will, bill due stickers and payday stickers. So those are all of the stickers that I have so far. It has taken me a month to create the mini kit to find the time to do it rather. So I'm pretty slow on my releases, but I'm okay with that because I, I enjoy Etsy, but I definitely don't want it to consume my life because I already have a lot of stuff that I'm doing. So yeah, that's pretty much a little summary or synopsis of my new Etsy shop. And I think my one month anniversary is on like the, 13th or the 12th or something like that. So we're coming up on it. And just to give a little bit of background, a budget kit would be, they're basically different headers, right? And then different script fonts that you can lay out your budget 
similarly how you do to yours on your YouTube channel? Would that be accurate? Yes. Well, exactly how I do mine because I use my kids now, right. obviously. But basically, so they kind of go hand in hand. It's not necessarily like you're going to get like a printable kit with like, okay, gas is this line and this. And no, this. you can kind of it's so around. Basically, the kits were formulated for really budget plan or not budget planners, but planners that are kind of, I don't want to say plain, but ones that don't have any like budget prompts, if you will. So you can pretty much use any type of like loose leaf paper, or you can use any type of planner with like line pages or grid paper or whatever, and kind of create your own monthly layout or your own layout for your budget, if that makes any sense. That's kind of where the inspiration came from. Yeah, I just wanted to make that clear. Having mm-hmm. seen, you know, both out there, it's it's easy, I think, to adapt. Let's say you have you're already doing budgeting kind of in a way, or you just are doing budgeting in a type of way that you could use the shape budget stickers and still have the same flow. It's not like you have like, oh, there's this whole system and now I have to squeeze my handwriting in this tiny line. That's why I, I like your kits or things like that where you can because a lot of those pre-printed budgeting things I'm like I don't write that small mm-hmm. or, I mean it's nice I guess mm-hmm. all your numbers are going to line up pretty well mm-hmm. or sometimes it's even categories that you don't need you know yeah right and you can kind of create your own little template with the kit so I've been loving using it and a lot of people have been purchasing and loving using it so I'm super excited for that. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty much my yeah, Etsy shop. Congratulations. I'm glad it Thank is you. being well received. And check out Shay's, Shay's, so Shay, S-H-A-Y-S, Budget Shop, Shay, mm-hmm. Shay's Budget Shop on Etsy, no spaces. Mm-hmm. Well, Shay, it's been so fun to have you on and to get all of your calendar straight for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, the end of this year yet, the few weeks we have left, you're a busy bee. So if you want to find more out about Shay and where she'll be, make sure to follow her, Shay Budgets on Instagram and YouTube and shaybudgets.com. I will put a list of her links in the show notes at anchor.fm forward slash planner lifestyle podcast. Check out what she's up to and support her and Find out what, if she's going to be at the same city you're going to be in. It sounds like she'll be traveling a lot this year. So, Shay, I'm just going to say again, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was super fun. All right. We'll have to do it again sometime. Definitely. Thanks for listening to another episode of Planner Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Jessica McWilliams. And a special thanks to Shay. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your insight. And thank you for your contribution to the planner community. I'm not sure if I'll be on next week. I don't have anyone lined up for an interview. As everyone knows, the holidays are a little tricky to navigate for time's sake. So I may or may not be back next Friday. So if I'm back, I will look forward to seeing you which I feel like I'm talking to you and seeing you when I'm recording. You can't see me. I can't see you. I can't hear you. But I look forward to you listening to me. Nothing feels right. If you have an idea for my outro, please give me a DM on Instagram at Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Please. 
You can also see the details for my Zebra Pen USA Mild Liner giveaway for one lucky winner to get 15 creative markers. And now for a special shout out to Erica Marie 30 who left an awesome review for me on Planner Lifestyle Podcast on iTunes. She says, <laughs> she says, she was watching Lisa Mack on YouTube and she mentioned the podcast. I love your sense of humor in these planner streets in the wild, wild west. Smile emoji, smile emoji, smile emoji, smile emoji, smile emoji, smile emoji, smile emoji. Excited to hear more of your podcast, Purple Heart. Thank you, Erica Marie 30. That means the world to me. And if you haven't already left a rating and review, do so this week or over the holiday break. And I might give you a special shout out on the podcast as well. Thanks so much. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I supposed to keep going? I just figured that's my no, cue to that's... stop. No, that's totally, we have the freedom to do that. Okay. So that's, I guess, the first half of your question. I think your second half. I, was... Yeah, I loaded that. I stacked it. Stacked <laughs> it, stacked it. I know. I'm sure there's like a podcasting class I could take. Like, oh, this is a great. Don't ask more than one question at once. <laughs> like asking someone a question mid-bite. You're like, oh, okay, never mind. There's just an etiquette to this. So in bed, there are normally four phones and sometimes <laughs> two laptops because naturally I gave him my old laptop. So he has an old MacBook Pro and sometimes we'll have those there. It's just a lot of electronics around here. Yeah. So I'm imagining your nightstand being full of chargers or something like yeah, on yeah, the yep, octopus definitely. level. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're a char- there's a charger everywhere. Um, let's see. I was going to ask you. Let me think of the next question. See, now you're on the other side where before I edit anything, <laughs> I'm like, oh, what are you going to talk about? I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> um, let's see. And your next category is ways that Mr. Budget annoys you. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, that's not a good character. Okay. Shakisha, come get your friend. <laughs> Saturday, December. Wait. I think <laughs> I think it is the 21st. Wait, I think it's the 22nd. I think I'm going up Friday the 21st. Either way, it's whatever that Saturday is. I'm pretty sure it's the 22nd, though. <laughs> I think. Yes, it's the 22nd because I'm going further north to Maryland on the 23rd, which is Sunday. It is the 22nd, Saturday, December 22nd. I'm going up the day before, obviously, so I can be there in time. Saturday, there. December Email 22nd. Shakisha. Richmond, 